everybody, it's Mary Louise and welcome back to my podcast. And today I'm going to talk about well-being in a sense and really how to build an empowered and self-activating well-being mindset. So it's really about how you nurture your own empowered well-being mindset with a couple of just very straightforward sort of perspectives to hold in mind for yourself as you go about your well-being journey. So when I first started to be more present around my levels of psychological well-being, look, I, I understood the concept of the six well-being markers. And those are, you know, my level of self-acceptance, my capacity for personal growth, what my purpose in life was, living life um, in a masterful way having some autonomy and having secure relationships that um, I could draw from. And I understood that when these six well-being markers were combined in the right balance, they would positively contribute to um, improved personal levels of well-being. And look, what I also became more deeply aware of was this. To begin to improve my state of well-being, I needed to begin to hold a particular mindset that would enable me to create shifts and changes that were going to help me get to that improved state of well-being. These were states and perspectives that were going to help me to do the work on myself so that I could get to that beautiful state of well-being I wanted for myself. So what I realised when I looked at those six markers and sort of thought about how do I engage with those? How do I even sort of start addressing those? The first thing I noticed or I recognised I needed to embody was that capacity to be self-led. I started to understand that I needed to be more able to make clear choices for myself based on my wants and needs. I realised I had to change my people-pleasing ways. And I understood I could no longer put other people first. And I really had to think about being self-led. I had to accept that sometimes the choices I make for myself may not always make the people around me happy. However, I was still willing to begin to make those choices because I I began to understand more deeply that I couldn't any longer sacrifice myself for the benefit of the people around me. But instead, by being more self-led, it enabled me to be more self-supporting and self and giving myself more self-love. And each of those aspects of self-care support and complement each other. So I began to understand that being committed to making choices that were self-motivated, that had my best interests in mind, and which were done out of love for myself, absolutely improved my state of well-being. I saw how being self-supporting and self-loving and self-led, these sort of three purposeful intentions weaved into each other and enabled me to be more present and active in in sort of making choices and and choosing behaviours that honestly um, supported me more appropriately given the person I was. And this in turn does support um, building a better sense of self-acceptance, which is one of those well-being markers. 
So to nurture improved self-acceptance, we must be able to be there for ourselves, be self-led and to acknowledge and value ourselves, offer ourselves self-love for who we are and what we need on a daily basis. So that's sort of the, the, the first foundational sort of mindset perspective to hold is to allow yourself to be self-led. Then this process of choosing to be self-led then led me to that point of feeling more able to be more curious about myself. Ask myself, you know, what are what are the things I want? What are my dreams? What are my wishes? What do I want for myself in my life? Because the less we spend time people pleasing, the more time we then have to focus on, on ourselves and, and to sort of be more present with what our wishes and needs are. So when I asked myself the question, what was it I wanted to do? What was important for me? That was really important. And I, I, I allowed myself to take time to explore those in a, in a very self-accepting and self-supporting way. Not judging it, but it was about being curious and willing to accept and explore those wishes and dreams I had for myself. It was about not negating any ideas that I held or dismissing wishes for myself as nonsense, but being open and willing to explore and consider what all of these dreams and wishes were that I had for me. It was about being fully open to go and play with all those ideas and wishes I had put to one side because I didn't have enough time or because other things were more important, like, you know, being there for other people, supporting other people and sort of putting myself and what I wanted and needed sort of at the back of the back of the list, basically. So it was really about letting those wishes and dreams finally rise to the surface for myself so that I consider I could consider which of those wishes and dreams I could be intentional about. Which of those wishes and dreams was I most curious about are curious enough about and willing enough to go test out. So holding this state of being open and willing, fed and supported that well-being marker of personal growth. Because as soon as we start to be curious and open and willing to step in and try new things, that's when we start to grow. We grow through the experiences. We learn from the experiences. It's what feeds and informs our capacity for personal growth and in turn, our levels of psychological well-being. And then sort of the next layer uh, um, to that well-being mindset is that idea of being present and proactive. So from my perspective, there's the knowing of things and then there's the doing of things. In manifesting a more beneficial state of psychological well-being, there is a need to put in place daily actions and behaviours that will really promote this new improved state of psychological well-being. Because nothing comes from awareness alone. I've learned through my process that it's, it's about making the conscious decision to activate those new behaviours and perspectives daily. It's, it's actively choosing to behave in a new way, to respond to people and engage with the world around you in a different way, in a self, more self-supporting way. It's about thinking of new ways to embody those new patterns of thinking and behaving you want to weave into your life on a daily basis. 
And what I realise, it's about being present in the here and now and proactively integrating these new patterns into the daily actions and the daily choices I make for myself. And that's challenging aspect of this, you know, changing old habits and letting go of old perspective, old perspective takes time, patience and persistence. And that realisation that I had to fully commit to doing this work for myself was a big growth process for me. And that strongly contributes to improved levels of psychological well-being. When we actively invest and be present and proactive for ourselves, it gives us that sense of ownership and control of our life. Also, the process of making those choices um, and taking action to support those choices is a very empowering process. Which, from my um, experience, in the end, left me feeling much better about myself and fed into an overall improved state of psychological well-being. So being present and proactive about my behaviours and thinking fed into that well-being marker of life mastery. I was actively implementing behaviours and perspectives that fully supported my personal growth and my capacity to manage my life on my terms. And these actions positively impacted my overall psychological well-being. So when you talk about that well-being mindset, we're talking about allowing yourself to be be self-led, learning to be open and willing about you know, what it is you want for your life and what's important for your life and how you go about creating it, that and weaving that into your day-to-day life. Being present and proactive about that. Choosing those behaviours and those perspectives to support that. And I think the final element of, you know, this empowered well-being mindset um, for me is belief. Because I believe this gives everything an extra boost. Believe that change can happen, that you will get to that state and place you're striving for. That sense of belief is a great momentum builder. So if you can nurture that inner belief in yourself and your unfolding well-being journey. Do what I did in my process of nurturing that sense of belief. Every morning I would say, today is a new day. I'm growing into the person I'm striving to be. I am present and willing to take this journey, challenges and all. The belief is about making the commitment to yourself and what you see for yourself in the future. And look, yeah, there will be struggles along the way. How can there not be? Because that's what life is. The ups and downs are always going to be there. When we choose to change aspects of ourselves, it does take time, patience and persistence. And yet that is part of the process. It's not meant to be easy or quick. So hold that belief for yourself and hold a belief in your capacity to create positive personal change. Give yourself a self-affirming pep talk every morning. Acknowledge the challenges and acknowledge the benefits of why you're doing this in the first place. Believe that you can build your desired state of well-being and then just watch yourself become that best version of yourself with a much more empowered and self-activating well-being mindset to support you in getting there. 
Okay, well, look, that's it for today. And if you have any questions, pop me a comment or an email. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to support you if you're struggling on your own well-being journey and you think you'd need, you'd like to get some support with that. Get in contact with me and we can certainly have a conversation and see what I can do to support you. You might be interested in my well-being coaching program or just having a one-off well-being session. But do get in touch. Bye for now.